Hello everybody, welcome back to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. It is January... Thirteenth? Fourteenth? Sorry about the long delay, I really had to think about it. I am... I'm in the car this morning, and I wanted to do this from the car this morning because... Um... Well, I mean, this is when I get a chance to talk just by myself to, uh, to myself. (laughs) Uh, mainly, uh, right now things are just crazy. So I'm really just using the opportunity to make like a, uh, personal journal kind of a thing. It's like... I mean, realistically, I was thinking about it last night. I've been avoiding the news and the media, like, as much as I can. Uh, I can't watch what they're saying anymore. I've never, I don't understand. I've always hated the news when I was a kid. Um, Every day after my dad would get home from work that was the only thing we could watch because he had to watch the news and I hated it then because I always thought it was a load of crap um even then uh, I mean I was you know a kid and I always thought the news was bs because the way they talk and things they talk about but now it's just a complete total disregard for the truth and uh, and I just can't I can't watch it I can't handle it I think it's it's too much it causes a lot of stress especially for me it actually kind of ruined my whole night because I was like kind of pissed off about what they said all night which is my fault I let it happen my wife uh, watches the news and I happen to be sitting down with her for a little while um, and it just that's just what happened. When I pay attention to the news, it makes me angry. So my thing is to not pay attention to the news, but I can't 100% avoid it because my wife watches the news every night. Uh, she, she watches it every morning when she gets up. She watches it every night when she goes to bed. I don't know why, but that's what she wants to do. So I just think it's completely ridiculous to watch the news. Um, You're not gaining anything from it, and I I won't watch anything that I don't gain something from. But she watches, like, sitcoms and stuff, and, like, TV shows, so, like, I get it. She just watches something because it's entertaining for her, and I can't do that. I I have a hard time watching a lot of TV shows and sitcoms that I can't learn something from. That don't give something to me, add something to my life, whatever you want to call it. But basically, if you haven't been uh, around lately, or if you are a person who just watches the news, um, you probably have no idea what's going on. (laughs) So basically, uh, there was a protest in Washington, D.C. on the 6th. So we're like a week after this. And uh, some of the protesters broke into the Capitol building. Not all of them, but some of them. Probably like five, 
maybe 10,000 people broke into the Capitol building, which is a small number considering there was like supposedly over a million people at this march. And uh, of which, once again, I wasn't there and they didn't show that on the news. So they were, the news has spun this. Um, I mean, granted, it's 2021, it's January. We just went through an entire year of rioting and violence and and people, you know, doing bad things. But the news media played it all off as, you know, these are peaceful protests. These people aren't doing anything. I mean, they burned a whole city for months. It's actually still, um, still destroyed. There's like 10 cities that are just freaking destroyed. And the news media still calls it peaceful. The news is saying that uh, everything, you know, everything's fine. These people never hurt anybody, even though there's like hundreds of accounts of rape. There's hundreds of people who've been injured and violently assaulted. And there's like dozens of people who were killed. And uh, one thing I will say, the big difference that was a big mistake for the people who showed up for the protest at, um, at DC. A lot of them weren't wearing masks, like even face covering thingies, like for, you know, the COVID. And I get like a lot of these people don't believe the COVID's real and all that other stuff. But I mean, realistically, I understand the moral high ground. We're like, we have nothing to hide, so we'll show our faces, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, realistically, I don't think anybody understood what was going to happen or knew or thought about the possibility. But basically, we had all those riots and violence in Minnesota and uh, Portland, Seattle, um, St. Louis bunch of other cities there's tons of violence right and the government didn't really do much about it the states did very little you know the states really didn't do much about it and those people were basically left alone like there were a few arrests made but nothing really serious like the whole thing was basically just blah and the news media like supported it the whole time the the mainstream media was like these are peaceful people, they have rights, they should be allowed to protest, blah, 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 blah. Because they were, obviously, the left-leaning media and what have you. But then there was this thing in D.C. where there are Trump supporters and there's conservatives in there and there's a lot of people in there. Wasn't just, like, right-wing conservatives, even though a lot of them were probably more right-wing conservatives than anything, but there's just a lot of people there, and I mean a lot of people. Like I said, they said like over a million people showed up for this thing. Some counts were two million people. I mean, that's a lot of people. But the news just spun this as this was like 50,000 super right-wingy people who were just hell-bent on violence. It was the most violent protest ever. 60 billion nuclear missiles were dropped, you know, like, they just freaking run with these stories that are 
the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh, five people died. One of them was a police officer. One was a supposedly a woman who was shot by the Secret Service. And then two people had a heart attack and one person had a stroke. So three of the people died of basically of natural causes. Um, one person was shot and then one cop was supposedly beaten to death. And, uh, I mean, it's not good. I'm not saying that, but a lot of people were shot and beaten during the other protests. And I mean, like, the numbers are massive. Uh, They had people, like regular people. This is the difference. So they had, like, regular people who were being pulled out of their cars in the street and beaten, okay, for doing nothing more than just trying to go to work. The thing that happened in Washington, they didn't have any of that. They didn't have people being pulled out of their cars. They weren't blocking traffic. They weren't doing any of this stuff. They weren't really, I mean, there were people being, obviously somebody got beaten. Uh, So there were, there was violence, but it was overall wasn't a violent protest. Um, But because it doesn't fit the news's agenda it's being framed as if it was this horrible thing. So, and then on top of that, Trump was being Trump. Uh, it was kind of a whatever. But he's, he got like banned on social media. You know, they're like, oh God, you can't, you can't use social media anymore. You were inciting the riots, blah, 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 blah. I mean, even though for 10 months, two, I bet, I mean, not even 10 months, last like five years, Facebook has been inciting riots in all, every city that there's a shooting with the police. I mean, every time a cop shoots somebody, there's a riot basically. If it fits their, you know, agenda, if the shooting falls into their little thing, And they just cover the crap out of it. And it's stupid. And Facebook is used for them to organize these things. And then, like... So they're... Whatever. They're just being biased. Facebook's super biased. Uh, I am going to try and get off of Facebook. Not saying that I'm going to be able to, but... You know... I kind of... I don't use Facebook, really, for social means anyway. I don't really talk to a lot of people... So basically my whole Facebook page is just a bunch of posts about how I hate Facebook and how, you know, we need to fight these type of people, which probably doesn't help my cause. But I mean, if you use it to, if you use their machine against them, uh, granted, realistically, I don't think it's helping anything. So I probably should, (sighs) sorry, step away. I like Instagram, but nothing on my Instagram is really political. Um, It's a lot of pictures, but it's still owned by the same people. And uh, same thing with Twitter. I really suck at the Twitter thing because I don't, I mean, like, I don't use it for anything other than the post new podcasts. So uh, I don't know what I'm going to do there. I don't really, like I said, I don't use it. So it doesn't make that big of a difference. Uh, they, uh, 
shut down Parlor, which I don't use Parlor, so I don't actually know what happened there. But they were saying that it's like all right wing and they were using it to, you know, organize these protests or riots. They call them riots. And it may have been used for people to be like, hey, we're all meeting at this spot. Let's get together, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, realistically, who fucking cares? I mean, they've been, a lot of people on the right have been talking about how with this pandemic, they've, they've shut down churches. Uh, you can't go to the bar and you can't, you know, go to all these places where normally people would spend their time together being social. And then on top of that, now they're shutting down social media outlets where people who don't fit their agenda can talk and Facebook's being like really freaking nasty about it. I mean, already with the fact that Facebook tells you what is and isn't the truth, even though what their truth is is actually a lie, uh, that's pretty hard pill to swallow. It just reminds me of that like book 1984. I had a buddy of mine bring up like V for Vendetta. Um, you know, they tell you what the truth is. Even if it's not the truth, it's their version of the truth. They tell you what to do and what to think and how to act. Um, 1984's, they had a movie, um, but I've never seen the movie. I read the book. There's also, like I said, V for Vendetta had a good movie. Um, It's pretty popular. Another one... Like, movie slash TV show that kind of, like, touches on this kind of stuff. I kind of enjoyed was, like, um, totally, like, this is a total nerd thing. But, like, the TV show Firefly. And then, of course, the the, the um, movie to wrap it up called Serenity was pretty, pretty big on, like, fighting, fighting against the... Uh, the technocracy fighting against the, uh, whatever, the center planets that basically controlled everything. They controlled the media and they control, you know, how people think and how people act. So that was a pretty good one. Uh, pretty good movie to watch if you want to be entertained by something that's kind of like what's going on today but realistically I mean I don't know what to do anymore I've been like wanting to say like we should fight back I want to do all this stuff but I mean realistically it's too late Uh, we lost the war in 1934 think that was the year 33 34 28 whenever it was they made us uh when the nfa act came out could have been like yeah i think it was somewhere like that 1934 1932 right around the time hitler took power uh which kind of makes me giggle about everything because like you know in the early 30s, Hitler took power in Germany. And then right after he started doing gun bans in Germany, 
they started the first actual gun bans in America. Coincidence? Maybe. Uh, but if you're like a one world kind of person, that might that might play like right up your alley. You know, the Allied forces and the uh, Nazi Germany forces, but you never know. But speaking of that, like, Biden's going to be president, whatever. And I mentioned this on, on my Facebook about how, like... 80 million people, I think it's like 82 or 83 million people, is about what one quarter of the population of the United States is. It's about 83 million people, okay? You know, I'm like just throwing numbers out there because this is made up, right? This is like my conspiracy theory. Don't quote any of this. I made this all up. But the way I look at it is like... The last civil war, a large chunk of the population, almost almost a quarter of the population, died during the last civil war. Not just from fighting in the war itself. I mean, from like the shit that goes on during wars, you know. Uh, people run out of food. There's, you know, collateral damage. People are starved to death. Uh... Militaries do bad things when they're going through an area, and the Civil War was another one where they were burning villages and cities and like chasing people out of their homes and attacking civilians. There's a lot going on. So I figure like a quarter was like a good number, you know, like a lot of the people back then died. So I just set a quarter of the population of the United States is about 83 million. And if we have another civil war, I'm looking at that possibly being the number of people whose lives are lost. If we, you know, if people go into this. Not saying that, like, we shouldn't do something, but people really need to take some of that and think about it. I mean... The loss of life would be massive if we get into another civil war. And it's just so messed up because, like, you're talking about neighbors fighting neighbors. And the worst part about it is, is, like, how it would look isn't how people think it would look. So, like, people in the cities would be in in, in trouble fast, okay? Um, if you're in a big city and your big city is, you know... Um, Chicago's got a waterway. They're not, like, completely screwed, but they're kind of screwed. California, New York, um, Minneapolis is screwed. Minneapolis is going to, like, would be the worst city to be in if there's a civil war. One of them. Uh, I think they have a river, though, so, I mean, but rivers are easier to deal with than, you know... Like Lake Michigan or the ocean would be. But, I mean, 
all the cities are surrounded by, um, you know, all the conservative cities are surrounded, or not conservative, leftist cities are surrounded by conservative, you know, rural areas. And it would be so easy to just cut off the food supply to the cities and then just watch them all starve. And that's what would happen if we actually had a war. I mean, that's the, like, that would be the smartest plan. Once again, like I said, this is like an opinion. So, like, we really don't want to have, like, a civil war. Even though we're, like, realistically, we're already at war. Uh, I'm going to call it the technocracy war or the social media wars, however you want to look at it. But, I mean, realistically, the war has started. It's just not a shooting war. It's a internet war. It's a, you know, media war. The media has declared war against the left or the right. They've sided with the left, and everything the right does from now on is going to be painted in this picture, you know, that they're bad. Everybody who's conservative is bad which is really funny. Um, but I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. I mean, I don't, I don't really know, can't really do anything about it. Uh, but that's what's going on. They shut down Parler. Uh, there was a riot. They're blaming the right for all this violence, even though it may not have even been conservatives that did it necessarily because they're saying that um, Antifa was involved Antifa anti-fascism which realistically if they were if they were all in during the Trump administration they're all in now I mean Biden's going to be like the biggest fascist that we've seen ever (laughs) probably I mean, the way he talks. I can't say, like, for sure because I don't know what's going to happen. But, I mean, they talk like he's going to be such a, you know, such a, like, a, such a hard charger towards just stripping away people's rights. And, I mean, he's going after uh, the NRA, which is one of the biggest civil rights organizations in the world. I mean, the NRA is actually there for people's civil rights. They were founded on giving rifles to slaves so they can defend themselves. I mean, they're literally everything the NRA does is for for the betterment of people and as a whole. They don't pick and choose sides. And I don't understand where their opinion is on this. Like... But whatever, like I said, when they own the media, they can paint whatever picture they want. And they definitely own the media, so. Well, that's, uh, I'm at work. That's all I really got to say for now. Like I said, this is kind of just a recording for me. If you guys want to listen to it, listen to it. Just talking about the way I see things and what's going on in the world. Um... Remember, the views and opinions of myself may not actually line up with anybody else's views or opinions. 
But realistically, I mean, if you don't think this is freaking ridiculous, the way the media is acting, the way face social media is acting, Facebook being a big one, I don't feel like people should just roll over and let this happen anymore. We're heading towards like a really bad place that I never thought I would see in my lifetime. And uh, I don't think it's right. And it's definitely not good. You know, I'm, uh, I'm definitely one of those people I would, I would prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. So I can't, I can't stand for some of this stuff. I think it's kind of stupid. So if you guys agree with me, follow the show. If you don't agree with me, that's fine. Um, I'm not here to force anything down your throat, so. Um, but that's all I got for right now, you guys. I'm at work. Everybody have a good day out there. Stay alive, stay survived. I'll chat at you guys later.